Activate your personal shield and get your traits level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over the July update details and what we think about the new mode skirmish. Let's get started. Okay, we're going to start off with general. The first thing is skirmish. A new mode skirmish is now available for all players. Play Walker Assault or Fighter Squadron against AI bots together with a friend or in online co-op, split screen, console only, or single player. Partner. Increase the spawning checks made on partner from 2 seconds to 1 second in order to more accurately determine if you are able to spawn or not. This should make it less likely that players will be able to partner spawn when being close to an enemy before a firefight has started. Yeah, so Sam, they, they kind of fixed that thing that you were talking about in a previous episode where you wanted them to kind of fix partner spawns. You know how like yes. when one guy spawned, they had invincibility, yeah. and then they would kill both of the people? So that's good. Partner. Spawning is disabled on partners if the enemy is within 10 meters. Change from 2 meters. Yeah, I think the 10 meters is a little overkill. I, I was hoping they would do like 5 meters. Yes, definitely. Cloud car. Resolve the bug in which... The blaster VFX incorrectly fired when playing in first person in the cloud car. Scoring. Change the kill assist even to not trigger a kill and count towards your next trait rank. And a kill assist will only give you score. Yeah, I don't like that. I didn't even notice that assist gave you things towards your trait. I didn't either, and you don't really notice it because the top, by the time you do get those all those kills and assists, you're already dead and it says trait two. Then you're already to trait one again. And talking about the cloud car thing that they updated, I have experienced that. So when I I tried out going in first person to do those little runs, not very effective, but whenever I shot something, it didn't show up at all. Team balance. Resolve the bug in which a team could be split and no auto partner assigned if the server had a low player count. Appearances. Resolve the bug that made all rebel items usable on the Bespin maps without purchasing them. Like the ion disruptor? Probably. I wish we had that glitch because I really want to do the, I want to use the ion neutralizer. Now let's go on to maps and game mode. So this was a four gigabyte update. Not small at all. It took us three hours to get it. It would have, might have taken a little less time, but we were playing another game. Okay, maps and game modes. Pre-round, change the pre-round timer from 60 to 90 seconds. Okay, so this is one of the things that uh, a lot of people have been asking for, is to raise the time before the game starts so you can change your trait and everything. Definitely, definitely. I, I have noticed that a lot because I would start off, I'd get my hand everything, it's all set up, start in there, and I'm still waiting, waiting, waiting. So you definitely notice it. Administrator's Palace resolved a bug in which Boba Fett could reach an invisible collision box located very high up on the level. I think I saw someone up there sniping me. It was very annoying. Cloud City resolved an issue with a misplaced out of bounds area. Cloud City resolved an issue in which the capture area for an objective in turning point was cut off by out of bounds. I've experienced that. So 
this whole whole capture point was not available to capture because the out of bounds was covering it. So a bunch of uh, the, my teammates were going in there, capturing it, and barely making it out alive before like some of them even got lost far, far away. Okay, Cloud City. Resolve various instances in which players could fall through the map and not die. Cloud City. And Turning Point. Moved back the Imperial spawn locations from the last set of capture points. Cloud City and Walker Salt. Reduced amount of turrets and droid power-ups for the Empire. Cloud City Walker Salt. Increased the time for AT-AT pickups to spawn from 30 to 100 seconds. Cloud City and Walker Salt. Changed the AT-ST token spawn time from 34 to 60 seconds. Cloud City and Supremacy. Increased the size on the final rebel objective and moved it slightly. Cloud City and Supremacy resolved a bug in which the hero spawn was outside of the combat area, resulting in the player dying when spawning in. Supremacy changed the default respawn time for ATSD's tokens from 34 to 60 seconds. Bionic Laboratories resolved a bug which limited the usage of Orbital Strike to a few select areas. Now it should be usable a lot more on the open areas on the map. Bespin updated various locations where objects weren't currently placed next to each other, creating breaks on the maps. Twilight on Hoth resolved an issue with a DF9 being partially hidden underground, which resulted in players falling through the level when they tried to exit the turret. Hero Hunt. Resolved a bug in which players wouldn't correctly spawn as a hero and would remain a soldier, making it so no one could be killed and no one, and no new hero spawned. Hero Hunt. Resolved an issue in which 20 HP was only granted from health pickups and not 50 HP. General. Resolved a bug in which players could get stuck in the lobby if the teams were unbalanced and the pre-round timer had started. General, staying in close vicinity of any game mode objective will decrease the cooldown for your star cards. That's pretty cool. I like that addition. That's a that's a good way to actually pr promote capturing a, an uh, objective. Because we were just playing with our cousin and we were playing cargo. No one was going after the cargo. Not a single person. This one guy was just going for kills. And the other people... I don't know what it, what they were doing. This is, uh, I think it's UI. Spectator, resolve the bug in spectator mode which caused the charge icon to get stuck in an enlarged state when observing a player in private matches. Spectator, the switch team button has been removed from the spectator's view. Private matches. Players are now unable to switch teams after they have become a he hero in Hero Hunt or Heroes vs. Villains. Heroes vs. Villains, resolve the bug that would make the UI disappear in the lobby for players on the same team as a player who left the server. Charge. Resolved an issue which caused the charge icon above an enemy to cover the health bar if active at the same time as a trait level 3 was reached. End of round. Resolved issues which caused text overlapping to occur for stats in some game modes and for certain languages. I've experienced that. Partner, we now correctly show the yellow partner color instead of green when playing as a hero or inside a vehicle. Text, added the trait descriptions for Lando Calrissian, Dengar, Nian, Nub. Text, resolved various spelling issues, spacing, missing commas, etc. Something that they didn't do with the UI is do a complete overhaul. It's still the exact same in the the uh, multiplayer. They just they just added the new mode skirmish for offline. So you've got multiplayer on your right. It's got a big box. Then you've got two 
smaller boxes, missions, and then skirmish. Weapons and star cards, shot grenades, slight decrease to bounce speed multiplier and increase to explosion delay to prevent grenade from detonating in air after bounce. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that it's fixed because I was throwing it and it would bounce and then it would land on the ground instead of actually starting the explosion in midair. Welby V10, it changed weapon sway from 0.8 to 0.5, and the amount it's increased from 0.2 to 0.1. Recoil per shot has changed from 0.3 to 0.1. My brother Stone's been using this a lot, and he says it's really overpowered, but I don't really see much difference. I guess since the recoil isn't as much, you can shoot, aim better. Oh yeah, so the way he's been playing it, he's used it a lot more than anybody I've seen, and... It looks like a completely better weapon. Like he can he can aim way better with it and then shoot the people that he's actually trying to aim at instead of it going over their heads. Which you really you really need that for a weapon that only shoots once per trigger fire. X8 Night Sniper. This is the thing we've all been waiting for. Changed weapon sway from 0.35 to 0.2. Increased start damage from 32 to 40. And it changed end damage from 20 to 25. So it does more damage closer range and more damage farther off. So it is a way stronger weapon. We'll get into this a little bit later on, but it's way more usable now. DT-12, increase the fire rate from 220 to 250. DLT-44? DLT probably mean the DL-44. Or is it DLT-19? Who knows? <laughs> I think it's DL-44. Yeah. Okay, DL-44, increased rate of fire from 180 to 210, increased in damage from 13 to 19. EE-4, changed the dispersion angle from 1.5 to 1.75, reduced the end damage from 10 to 9, and changed the damage falloff range from 20 to 10 meters. It's not a good sniper weapon as I've experienced it. Now they've nerfed it basically completely, so it's a CA-87 right now, I would say. No, not at all, man. It's yeah. it's just changed from its range. Like you can you can no longer get those crazy sniping headshot kills. You just you have to get way closer up. Ten meters is not that far away, so it's basically a better CA eighty seven. Yeah, it it is being that's a huge insult if you're comparing it to the CA eighty seven. Okay. Cloud car. Lower damage multiplier against cloud cars with blasters and ion neutralizer. Disruption. Change the penalty time from 2 to 1 seconds. So Yeah, so it's not OP anymore, I would say. They have definitely nerfed it like we thought it was going to be nerfed. I'm, I'm really glad that they only did the uh, the range for the, D, um, the EE4, because if they did any else besides the range, it would have been an unusable weapon. Disruption. Increase the cooldown for standard from 18 to 23 seconds and upgraded from 16 to 20. I don't think they really needed to do that. Scout binoculars. Fixed issue where binoculars wouldn't spot soldiers in missions. Scout binoculars. Fixed issue where the binoculars wouldn't spot enemy soldiers when looking up and down. Yeah, the, when we were talking about the Bestman update, we forgot completely about the scout binoculars. Sam's not a fan of them. I think it's okay if you're a sniper, but don't don't try and get the scout binoculars and then expect to get markings uh, when you're just close up. It's not possible. Now we're moving on to the heroes, which they've buffed Lando and probably nerfed Dengar and buff. Basically, they've just balanced, not yeah, way hard nerfs. They they I was super surprised that they didn't nerf Dengar 
to Kingdom Come. This, oh my. they only nerfed like once part of him. Right off the bat, I see that Dengar got really big nerfed in his explosive rush. Yeah, we'll his explosive that. rush. But his trait, man, I was expecting his trait to get a just a straight pounding. It actually got buffed. Okay, first let's go into Lando. Enemies failing for the shocking trap minigame will die instantly. Yeah, so that we were talking about that in our um, what we think of the best spin heroes with YC one thousand, and that was that was one of the things that we suggested that they do. Like if you fail that, you die. So that's that's pretty interesting. Lando increase the damage dealt to heroes in shocking trap from ninety to one hundred. Lando the power blast ability can be canceled by pressing the activation button again. Lando power blast has a slight homing effect when fired towards an enemy. Lando Power Blast active time has been changed from 17 to 16 seconds. The Power Blast active time has been changed from 7.5 to 5.5 seconds. Lando increased the multiplier chances risk taker from 2% to 5%. Gambler 5% to 10%. High Roller 10% to 20%. And uh, can't really make sense of this. Array 25% to 50%. Yeah, it's got like uh, little dashes like they were trying to swear or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So they they did something that I wanted them to do so bad, which is buff his trait because his trait was useless before. I mean, 2%, that's not at all, yeah. especially for the gambler. Okay, we're still on Lando. Lando X8 increased the start damage from 50 to 63 and the end damage from 30 to 35. Lando X8 increased the start damage. Damage fall distance from 25 to 40 meters and in damage fall distance from 50 to 70 meters. Yeah, so now his weapon is a sniper. I, I was using it on Skirmish Mobile, which we'll get to in a second. And it is very effective over long distances. Now we're moving on to Dengar. Dengar updated the explosive rush ability to now only throw three grenades. I don't really like that because it's so buggy that... Even if you got one, you got like a 50% chance to survive. Yeah, so it used to go infinite grenades. As long as there was an enemy nearby, they would get a grenade on their chest. I think three is a little uh, underwhelming. At least give them five. I think if they do buff him in the future, it will be going to five. Dengar, if an enemy soldier is hit by a grenade and starting and standing still, he will no longer be immobilized. Dengar, the hurricane strike ability will no longer instantly kill Luke. Oh, I saw someone do that. Like, um, so we're we're. I I was playing heroes versus villains. I was on the empire side. I saw someone do the sweeping strike to Luke, and he just died right then and there. So far, and we're basically done with the patch notes. I've not seen that they've fixed the speeder bike killing heroes and infantry. I haven't seen anyone do that. I, that's weird because I thought they would make this huge big deal about it in the patch yeah. notes. Because my brother Stone was in a lobby, and there's this one guy getting the speeder bike, and every single hero or villain that will spawn in, he would go and kill him instantly. Yeah, so he'd do the speed thing, jump off, and slam it into the hero and kill them. Instantly. He would just follow them the entire game. Yeah, so I hope they fixed that, even if they didn't actually note it. Okay, Dengar, regular enemies that are under the effect of the back-to-bomb will instantly die from the Hurricane Strike ability. Dengar, trait, increase the trait, the traits multiplier, resilient 10% to 15%, battle-hardened 25% to 40%, unshakable 50% to 60%. I didn't think they need to buff this because that is so strong already. And they increased Dengar's health from 1,000 to 1,075. 
I, I, I definitely thought that they needed that because he, he seemed pretty weak if you didn't have the actual trait going. Dengar, increased close damage from 19, damage to 21, and far damage from 16 to 17. Vader can now deflect Lucky Shot and Trooper Bane, but will still be stunned. Luke slash Vader, enemy soldiers will... Now always die from lightsaber swings, even when under the effect of the back-to-bomb effect. Yes, I've experienced that. If you have the back-to-bomb on, you can take two or three hits of the lightsaber. You could, not now. And some another, uh, the next episode, we will most likely be talking about the crazy announcement that they had at Star Wars Celebration about the Death Star DLC. Yes, but for now, let's move on to Boba Fett. Boba Fett's got, they're still changing him every single patch has been Boba Fett in some way. Boba Fett resolved an issue in which the flamethrower would not affect elevated players correctly. Boba Fett, the flamethrower ability can now be canceled by pressing the activation button again. Boba Fett flamethrower outer damage distance has been increased from 3.5 to 4.75 meters. And the outer damage angle from 25 to 28 degrees. Boba Fett flamethrower inner damage distance has been increased from 2.5 to 3.5 meters. And inner angle from 17 to 21 degrees. 22 degrees. Yeah, so they just messed with this flamethrower. Yeah. And what's funny is uh, we were playing with our cousin and our cousin Bo. We need to he, stop he, giving these shout outs. Sage. Yeah, he, he, he gets a shout out now. We haven't shouted oh, yeah. out Bo yet. So Bo gets a shout out. Well, uh, we were playing with him battles, hero battles, and he activated his his flamethrower. I was Lando. He hit my shocking trap, and his his flamethrower wouldn't stop. It went on for like three minutes, nonstop going around. He was like, ah, what's happening to me? And if Brett's listening to this podcast, I could have gave you three more shout outs, but I decided to chill out. Going back to what we were talking about, the Death Star DLC, I mean, oh my gosh, Right when we get our, right when we have our DLC speculation, they release all these de- all these details. I'm like, what is going on here? Okay, moving on to Han Solo. I haven't seen him touched in a while. Ah, uh, yeah. Increased close damage reduction distance from 10 to 25 meters, and increased far damage reduction distance from 25 to 35 meters. Now, Leia. Leia increased close damage reduction and d- distance from 10 to 25 meters. And all heroes. The disrupted duration for abilities is now the same as regular soldiers. All heroes. Disruption immunity has been added and will be active for five seconds after a disruption ability hits them. I didn't really think they needed that. Because most of the heroes... They don't even activate once they get disruption. I was expecting them to fix where they actually got hit with it. Yeah, it only work on gun-based heroes. Basically everyone. Something else that came with this update was a no-hut contract. The Stinger Pistol. The Stinger Pistol. And it's a charge card. So you get these charges, you activate it, and you get a a weapon that you can use for like 10 to 15 seconds. It's actually pretty good. I saw a shock trooper on Carbonite Chambers, and there was like five people in front of him, and he used the Stinger Pistol, and basically all of them melted. Oh, yeah, dude. It is, it is hilarious. You get this pistol out, You shoot someone right before they kill you as long as you do some damage. This guy was at 20 when he killed me. I shot the pistol before I died. He died. (laughs) Yeah. It was awesome. And it's super effective. And I love this addition of this actual charge card weapon. We haven't had anything like that. It's really cool. And, like, you could have a whole weapons array. So you could have, like, the the pulse cannon, the stinger pistol, and the cycler rifle along with your regular thing. You'd just be endless weapons. I think they. This is a good idea, but 
I didn't. I don't think it was really necessary. I think it should have just gave a buff to your primary weapon. I, I really like. I disagree. <laughs> this is because awesome. it will in the future that probably will add more star cards of this effect, and it'll be crazy because like everyone will have like five weapons out because you know you can have both of your star card sections weapons as well. So it'll be pretty crazy. Now let's move into what we think of skirmish mode. Okay, so skirmish mode. Skirmish mode is the new um, offline. Offline, so you can play this offline or online with a friend. Yeah, so you can do split screen co-op with your buddy on the couch, or you could play online with the person through partners. Actually, really love this, but so buggy right now. Extremely buggy. I mean, it is insane. I mean. It seems like a beta right now. It's so buggy that you have to have guidelines just to yeah, so, so play it. You have there's there are two hero pickups that spawn. Yeah, one of awesome. them one of them is invisible. One of them is real. So you have to try and find the real one and discard the invisible one. Yeah. Then so you have to wait like three seconds. You get it. Let it pop up and then start the countdown. Wait till it gets to twelve. Activate it and then you can do it. So the first like five matches we didn't know this yeah so he got like 80 hero pickups and second player doesn't even can't even see the hero pickups yeah right now split screen second player cannot see hero pickups so i was so we had to get on the same team and i had to actually show him where they were and actually when he was on the opposite team i was like there's a hero pickup over here because he wasn't getting them at all i got eight in a row and i couldn't get any of them because i didn't wait the three seconds that you're supposed to all but it's really fun good practice if you're just getting in a battlefront don't want to ruin your kd because we do i got 250 kills one game say you got 200 no i got 226 and zero deaths yeah you got because princess leia is broken she, princess health, leia is amazing her health gives you full like 75 HP, or 75%, I should say. Yeah, so I was at 20. I activated my health pickup, got that full health, took down an ATST, and then regened my health again. The only way to kill her would be being another villain. I got killed every single time someone tried An- to do that to me. Another thing I want to talk about is that Nian and Princess Leia, you know how they usually spawn pickups, or Leia does? It's still health, and Nian doesn't get a orbital strike. It's still the pulse cannon. So I think they need to change that to orbital strike. So it's the pulse cannon, the turret, and then the proximity bombs. Yeah, I got a Nian, and I went in their spawn and got 100 kills. I'd pop the turret to throw down a proximity bomb, pulse cannon. That pulse cannon has a reload time of like zero seconds. But they have only two game modes, which I'm disappointed about. You don't get the DLC maps either. Yeah. Even if you do have the DLC. I think they should add a sabotage. It would be so awesome. I hope hope eventually they have all game modes offline. Yeah, but I don't really think... They should start with the bigger game modes since... Yeah, the bigger game modes. I want supremacy... If they're not on master mode, and the AI are just broken on master mode. Master mode, oh my gosh. We had to... I rage quit master mode. This guy had a DH-17, and he was shooting T-21 shots. Oh yeah, and this guy, he was a uh, shock trooper with the RT-97C. He was walking the opposite way, shot me through a tree in one shot. Yeah, they don't even look at you, they no-scope you. You're walking left, one shot, you're dead. They kill everyone, they do, they trade shots with you, you can never strafe them. And then they use the personal shield like nobody's business. One shot their personal shield, they just stand there. Yep, they jump. They don't jump back, but you just go over there and punch them in the face. A couple and times. something I don't like about it, I mean, we love this game mode. Super glitchy. 
it's a good start, but something I don't like is you can't pick your own star card hand. I mean, it's very limited. I want a jump pack in every big game mode, and they don't they don't give you that. And their star cards suck. Yeah, so the jump pack one, it's got the personal shield, the jump pack, and then the, the ion, ion torpedo, torpedo, which is not. Very and then good. the next one, you've got the jump. You've got the uh, a bomb, personal shield, and then barrage or something like that. So not the best star cards. They need to improve on that, and they need to fix these bugs ASAP. And sometimes, as the hero, you cannot shoot anyone with your primary oh, yeah. weapon. Pe- people are invincible. Like I got, I was in this game mode go, uh, going against Sam, I think, or no, we were on the same team, yeah. and I could not shoot anybody. Everyone was invincible to my shot, so I had to go around meleeing people. I yeah. got a hundred melee kills. <laughs> I was Dengar, and I couldn't use my weapon. I was like. <laughs> And I start kicking everyone in the face over and over. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Like even the the glitches are crazy and they get annoying, especially when you're on master difficulty. Sage and I, we were both the hero because you can do that. Yeah, and on the same team, and we were at their spawn as both bounty hunters, killing everyone that moves. <laughs> they couldn't get past their boundary line. And uh, so I was Luke. Uh, no, I was Leia. Sam was Luke. I would spawn him health when he got low. Yeah. So I, I stayed at like a fifty to seventy five percent the whole time. Whenever I it got low, awesome. I would go pick up his health. Not not earning credits. I think you should earn half of what you get. I I do too. I think. I mean, we got twenty thousand points. I know. What's what's the point of having a score there if you're not going to actually cut it in half and get some? At least get like two thousand per game or something. Yeah, like, that. like maybe have a base where you get like one thousand to two thousand or something like that, or maybe even five hundred credits. That's still something. Or they could have little challenges that you could do. Get oh, yeah. 100 kills, blah, 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 because it's pretty easy. I mean, it is so fun, but so glitchy. So if they fix this and start adding new game modes, I'm going to go crazy. If you have a friend that doesn't know about the update, you can get like 300 kills and post, dude, look what I got, just got 300 kills. Oh, yeah, okay, so this is our last shout-out of the podcast. We we were playing that. We got it early, way before they uh, Bo and Brett got it, and... We sent them a screenshot. I got 226 and no. And then we show them that. We're like, tell Brett to beat this. And then he calls us. He's like, you didn't get that. That's on the new game mode. What, what? Yeah, they're freaking out. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you've got someone that doesn't know about it, you can send them that. And you'll It'll blow their mind. So this this update is really nice. It is. I think it's one of the best free updates so far. Real, it's the one of the glitchiest free updates so far. I can tell you that the best and the glitchiest. Super fun. If you haven't tried it out, go try it out. Like all of our Battlefront friends on PlayStation, they were trying it out. It, it's so fun. But I think that's all we have to say for this. And we will talk about the Death Star DLC once we get like a little bit closer, get some more details hopefully, and then we'll talk about the new announcement of the Rogue One DLC. That's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can head over there, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. And I was brought to my attention that it is $48 a year. So we're going to be working on making that cheaper, Get maybe get our own thing once we get a website. So you can donate like 25 cents an episode. But if you don't have money, go over to iTunes and leave us a review. That is just as helpful. I mean, we've gotten so many great reviews. You can tell us some things that you would like us to do on the podcast that's where the death star dlc speculation came from and it helps us to get new listeners you can follow us on instagram at tight sheet films 
And you can follow us on Twitter at tie-sheepyt. You can talk Star Wars there, Star Wars Battlefront. You can email us your suggestions, feedback. Uh, if you want to be on the show, it's battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, have the subject podcast guest and then a topic you'd like to discuss. And you can follow Sam on Instagram. It's at chef underscore wanna underscore B. He does a bunch of uh, food pictures there. But that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs>